it's Raquel from the SpanishTribe.com and welcome back to How to Speak Confident Spanish Fast. Three steps to speak Spanish with confidence, improve your pronunciation and understand native speakers three times better. On day one, we discussed the crucial importance of creating a habit for learning Spanish in order to reach your language goals because without one, you risk losing motivation and giving up. On day two, we reflected on why it's absolutely essential to focus on your listening and speaking skills first if you want to reach a conversational level in Spanish faster and feel confident when speaking. This is also the natural way we acquire a language by listening and speaking. Today, amigo, amiga, we'll dive into step Three, be a Spanish hacker. The goal of this audio training is to help you speak confident Spanish faster. And to do something faster than others, you need to avoid making the mistakes others make. If you want to learn a language more quickly, it's essential to understand how your brain works so you can use smarter and more effective learning strategies. Once you understand how your brain likes to learn, you can stop pushing yourself to learn. Instead, you can team up with your brain and acquire the language more naturally and effectively. Ready to become a Spanish hacker? We are going to split step three into three sections, basic hacks, listening hacks, and speaking hacks. Today, we'll start by focusing on section one, basic hacks. Pay close attention. I want to share with you two basic hacks I've used to help my students learn Spanish faster. These two hacks, amigo, amiga, make the difference between spending years learning a language or being able to speak it in a few months. So let's dive in. Hack one, prioritize. Focus first on real life scenarios and the frequent words and expressions we use in almost every conversation. I will repeat this again. Focus on real life scenarios. Focus on frequent words and expressions. This strategy, amigo, amiga, is key to success. Your brain has a limited capacity for memorization, so it's important to choose wisely. Vocabulary learning is not a democracy. You need to prioritize. Did you know that the Spanish language has around 93,000 words and that you only need between 400 and 600 words to communicate in Spanish when you travel and to have basic conversations about everyday topics and situations? This means that some words are more important than others. And what does this mean for you? Well, Basically, if you focus on learning the most frequently used words and expressions first, you'll be amazed at how quickly you can start having real conversations. We all have busy lives, so it's important to make the most of each day. Why waste time learning words you may never use? Why wait for months or even years until you are able to use the language to speak in Spanish? Focus on learning first the most frequently used verbs, words and expressions that we use in almost every conversation and you'll be speaking the language way faster. This is the most powerful secret to speaking Spanish fast. 
Now, amigo, amiga, I'd like to share with you the step-by-step process I follow to choose what to study first when learning a new language. It's the same process I teach my students so that they can focus on the most important content and start speaking Spanish from day one. You can follow the steps with me in the worksheet provided. Here are the steps to help you decide what to study first. Step one, choose a real-life topic. And you might be wondering, what is a real-life topic, Raquel? It's a topic that is based on a situation from everyday life. For example, discussing the weather in Spanish. I always, always, always choose real-life topics, starting with the most common ones. Let's do an exercise together. I want you to choose which of the following topics you consider more relevant. Okay? Ready? Let's start. Discussing the weather. Animals, furniture, going shopping, colors, talking about your hobbies, countries and nationalities. If you can, take a minute to complete this activity in the worksheet and then continue listening. Got it? Perfecto. Okay, so discussing the weather, going shopping and talking about your hobbies are way more important than learning about animals or furniture, right? Unless you work at a zoo <laughs> or you sell furniture. Do you agree with me? And you do not need to learn all the nationalities and countries. Maybe it would be better to learn only the most relevant nationalities for you, starting with yours. I still see many students who don't know how to say where they are from properly. Why? Because they tried to learn loads of nationalities and vocabulary instead of focusing on learning how to say where they are from first with good pronunciation and correctness. You get my point, right? Okay, amigo, amiga. This is step number one. Choose a real-life topic. It can be discussing the weather. It can be uh, talking about your hobbies. Okay? Now, what's step two? When you have chosen your topic, for example, discussing the weather, the second step is to choose 10 to 15 words and expressions to learn first for a given topic. So, for example, for the topic discussing the weather, I would learn uh, how to say it's raining, está lloviendo, it's raining, está lloviendo. I would also learn for sure how to say it's sunny, Hace sol, it's sunny, hace sol. Or, what's the weather like? ¿Qué tiempo hace? Because these are three very common expressions. However, I would not learn how to say it's snowing or there is fog. As in Valencia, where I live, it never snows and there is no fog at all. <laughs> See what I mean? So what I do basically is I limit the vocabulary. I learn to 10 to 15 items whenever possible and learn this very well. You can expand your vocabulary later on, but learn first what is going to be more relevant and useful for you. Why do we do this? Firstly, because terms that are relevant to one person may not be relevant to another. And secondly, consider the following scenario. You have 30 minutes to study new words and phrases. You could try to learn as many words as possible, understand the underlying grammar and so on, only to realize later that you didn't need half of it or that you have forgotten half of it. 
or amigo, amiga, you could adopt a more efficient approach. Focus on learning the 10 to 15 most essential items that you will use frequently and practice saying them out loud. Work on your pronunciation and commit them to long-term memory. Learn them well. This way, you make sure you are able to confidently use them in real-life situations and practice speaking. See how effective this can be. Remember this, less is often more. Learn to prioritize what's truly important. Sometimes you don't need to learn all the vocabulary or understand every grammatical rule. Instead, focus on the phrases you will use repeatedly, such as it's sunny, hace sol. This is the most powerful secret to speaking Spanish fast. Genial, genial. Let me clarify one last thing. Why do you need to focus on real-life topics? Most language courses and apps teach you words in lists based on a theme, such as animals or furniture, or they focus on grammatical points like the present tense, the past tense, etc. This is a really easy and fast way to build a Spanish course, but it's not very useful for communication. Here is what usually happens with these types of courses. On day one, you learn words related to specific themes such as animals. The next day, you learn a furniture. Another day, you might learn how to conjugate the present tense. And on another day, you learn about the plural and singular forms of Spanish words. If you learn 10 words a day, after three days, you'll have learned 30 words. But can you communicate in Spanish just with that? Not really. What would you say? Dog, cat, armchair, pig, sofa? <laughs> Similarly, when you focus on learning grammar, you might memorize how to conjugate the present tense or the rules for feminine and masculine words in Spanish. But can you create sentences and use what you learn for communication in real-life scenarios? Not really. On the other hand, by focusing on real-life topics, you learn all of this as a whole. You learn action verbs, words, common phrases and expressions together in real contexts. This way, the next day, you can go out and communicate with others in Spanish using what you learned. That's why if you do this, you can speak Spanish from day one because everything you learn is 100% practical. It's as simple as that. And this brings me to the next strategy for becoming a Spanish hacker. Hack 2. Learn in context. Do you want to learn new vocabulary more quickly and remember it so that you can use it in conversations without feeling stuck because you can't recall the words that you need? Then... Amigo, amiga, learn in context. Why? There is one thing you need to understand to see how important it's to learn in context. This is a game changer. It's the difference between forgetting the things you learn or being able to remember them. That thing you need to understand first is this. How does memory work? If I tell you big clock in London, you'll probably think of Big Ben right away. Or if I say statue of a woman in New York, the Statue of Liberty will probably pop into your head, right? This happens because your brain has created many associations before. Your brain has created many connections between words and meanings. The words big, clock and London are associated with meanings with memories of the photos you have seen of Big Ben, your visits to London or documentaries you have watched. 
So the same principle applies to language learning. If you just memorize random words without any connection, your brain is likely to forget them easily. But, but when there are strong connections between words and their meanings, your brain can recall them very fast almost like magic. Just imagine having Spanish words and phrases come to your mind as fast as thinking of Big Ben when I mentioned Big Clock in London. That's what happens when you learn vocabulary and phrases the right way in context. What is connected, you will remember. What is isolated, you will forget. That's how our brain and memory work. So instead of just memorizing word lists, why not learn words in context? This way, your brain can create meaningful associations and you'll know how to use these words in actual sentences. Now, amigo, amiga, I'd like to share with you some strategies I use to help my students learn vocabulary in context so they can remember it and use it naturally in conversations. Number one, learn in chunks. What are chunks? Chunks are groups of words that are commonly used together in a specific context. These phrases can also be presented in typical dialogues or scripts. For example, instead of simply memorizing phrases like it's cold and it's hot, learn them in a dialogue like what's the weather like in Alaska? It's cold in Alaska. This approach is more effective than memorizing individual words and trying to string them together. By learning words and phrases in at least one sentence, you not only learn how to use them, but also develop stronger cognitive connections. Learning words in small scripts or chunks can help you remember vocabulary more naturally and use it in real-life situations. Does this mean you should exclusively rely on resources that include context? No, <laughs> no, amigo. Using a variety of tools like flashcards or quizzes can also be beneficial. But just take into account that if you aim to remember and effectively use what you learn, it's best to prioritize tools that incorporate contextual elements as much as possible. Number two, memorize meanings associated to images. Instead of relying on translations, try to learn new words and expressions through images. Why? Images are always more beneficial because they allow you to see the color, form, size and action associated with a word or expression. This helps your brain create strong and unique connections between the word and its meaning. And remember that if there are strong connections between words and meanings, your brain will recall things more quickly. This image vocabulary association is also particularly important because most words don't have one perfect translation, right? So whenever possible, it's best to avoid translations and instead prioritize image and video support. But obviously, if necessary for comprehension, translations can be used. In the free lesson included in this audio training, you'll find flashcards and other resources with images to revise the vocabulary for discussing the weather in Spanish. I hope you find them helpful. Number three, this is a classic, write it down. Writing down a new word or ideally a sentence using the new word helps fix both its meaning and spelling in your memory. This simple practice activates various parts of your brain that are essential for creating strong memories. 
Number four, memorize pronunciation. A crucial step that is often overlooked by most books and programs is practicing pronunciation. Seriously, make it your number one priority. Amigo, amiga. Why? Because when you practice pronouncing Spanish words, you actually learn how they sound. That's key to being able to recognize those sounds when someone speaks Spanish. And when you say the words out loud, you start getting comfortable using them in real conversations. That's what we are aiming for in the end, right? Help your brain remember how words and phrases sound and train it to use Spanish. This helps with both retention and developing your speaking skills. In the free lesson included in this audio training, you'll find audios to practice your pronunciation for the topic discussing the weather in Spanish. Perfecto. Okay, now you know two powerful strategies to become a Spanish hacker. Number one, prioritize. If you prioritize content that is frequently used, and if you learn first what is most relevant to you, you'll progress much faster. Number two, learn in context. If you learn in context and create meaningful associations between words and their meanings in your brain using images, sounds, and little dialogues and scripts, you'll progress even faster because things will stick in your brain more easily and you'll be able to remember them when you need them in conversations. On day four, we will cover listening hacks to improve your listening skills more effectively and be able to understand native speakers three times better. Speak soon. Hablamos pronto.